crew all season long on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings. Now live from American Family Field, here's your host, Dominic Catronio. I believe the phrase goes, misery loves company. A lot of folks were laughing at the Atlanta Braves last week when they lost a series to the Oakland A's. Heck, Brewers fans were laughing at the Pirates for losing a series to the Oakland A's. Well, who's laughing now? They've lost the first two games, scoring a grand total of three runs to the worst pitching staff in baseball. There's not a lot to cope with right now, to say the least. I'm Dominic Catronio. This is Brewers Extra Innings. We're with you until 7.30 tonight, recapping this really, really frustrating loss for the Brewers. I see it on social media. I felt it here in the ballpark, too. I mean, the Brewers were getting shut out for the most part of this game. William Contreras saved it from even going to extra innings thanks to his clutch homer off the bench. But it's one of those days where you've you've seen this before. You've seen it again. This time, it was another righty, and Paul Blackburn's a very good pitcher. He was an all-star a year ago. And I tweeted it the other day. The A's are coming in white hot. They are coming in playing well. It wasn't even about their offense today. Their pitching locked up and got the job done. That was the best Fujinami has looked really in a long time for them. Throwing 102-mile-an-hour BBs past Joey Weimer. I, I look at this lineup, and I look at the execution, and I look at what this team is doing offensively, and that's the reason why they're losing games right now. That's why they're only three games above five hundred. And that's why whoever wins this division, just like the AL Central, is only going to need to be a few games above 500. And that's why you haven't been able to put away the Cardinals, even though they're 11 games under 500, they still feel like they're in it. The Brewers' offense has just been such an ice-cold roller coaster where when you're going downhill and you're feeling great, like, oh my gosh, how could this ever stop? And then all of a sudden, it gets freezing cold out of nowhere, really slow. And like, wait, what happened? It is not easy to hit in the big leagues. It is not. It is not easy to be a hitting coach in the big leagues. It's not easy to manage in the big leagues. It's not easy to deal with all the injuries the Brewers have dealt with. But I understand fans being frustrated that this team rolls in with a 14 and 50 record yesterday. 14 and 50. And you're thinking, okay, well. There should be a couple of wins there. And at the most, they'll get one. This has to be the low point. It has to be. Because it's not early anymore. The season's real now. It is June 10th. You are more than a third of the way into the season. There are less than 100 games to go. It's real. It's not catastrophic, but it's real. I talked about that loss in St. Louis, the 18-1 to blowout, as being a wake-up call. Right, You hit snooze a few too many times. Now it's like, oh man, if I don't get out of bed now, I'm going to be late. Now the Brewers didn't get out of bed, and they're dealing with the consequences of being late. However, they can make their way back to work on time. They can, you know, Maybe they can be a little dangerous. They can fly close to the sun. They can find ways to get back on track. But the point is, they're behind the eight ball right now. This offense is slumping all over the place. Rowdy Telez, I mean, think about that sentence for a second. When William Contreras hit that pinch hit home run, he was hitting for Rowdy Telez. 
That's how much of a slump Rowdy has been in lately. Rowdy hasn't hit a home run since the Astros series. The Brewers, I mean, Adamas back to being ice cold despite having, having that home run the other night in his first game back after the scary concussion injury. He hits the homer and a double in that game. Since then, he's just one for 12. He's also struck out five times in that time. You look elsewhere in this box score right now for the offense. John Singleton, I'm rooting like heck for him. He's a great dude. 0 for 3 today at first base. Brian Anderson is ice cold right now. Joey Weimer had his on-base streak continue. It's at 11 games now, but with just a walk. He struck out two more times today. At least Victor Caratini got a knock. Andrew Monasterio 0 for 4 at the bottom of the order. The Brewers have six hits today, four hits yesterday. So 10 total hits in 19 innings against the Brewers. And they've only got three extra base hits. Two doubles in the second inning yesterday and the homer today from Contreras. You're not going to win many games doing that. It's all on the offense right now. I'm going to read a few texts. Going to burn a quick break here. Craig Kishon's going to join us once his television duties are over. It's a tough stretch right now. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it for you. I understand your frustration. 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. The only saving grace, the only saving grace, is the fact that the Brewers, they finish with the A's tomorrow. They get an off day on Monday. Two quick games against the Twins, off day Thursday. If there's a time to try to hit the reset button in the schedule, it's not like they're in the midst of right in the middle of playing like 20 in a row, you know. They are going to get a couple of breathers here shortly, and they're going to get some more home cooking over the next weekend, and they'll have some very big games head-to-head finally playing the Pittsburgh Pirates, and then the Diamondbacks coming to town who have been the hottest team in baseball. So there's another litmus test coming, another you know big test at the end of this chapter coming, but the Brewers still have to figure out what is going on with the offense because Julio Tehran deserved a better fate than a no decision today. Brewers Extra Innings is brought to you by Fifth Third Bank with a local Milwaukee team. Fifth Third Bank also knows how to hit it out of the park. They've been serving businesses in the area for nearly 15 years, offering industry-specific expertise and local decision-making capabilities to help your business succeed. This is commercial banking value only Fifth Third can deliver. Fifth Third Bank, National Association, member FDIC. I'm going to read a few texts here, 855-616-1620. Again, 855-616-1620. That's up next on Brewers Extra Innings. Welcome back. I'm Dom Catronio. Brewers Extra Innings here with you until 7.30 tonight. Craig Kishon will be joining us shortly. A few texts, a few tweets have rolled in at Dom underscore C-O-T-R-O-N-E-O. Looking around at a few tweets, I like this one. This kind of puts it into perspective. This isn't the NFL. It's okay to lose three straight, two of them to an inferior team over the course of 162. They'll be fine and are currently tied for first. I understand people need to talk and I'd like to get emotional, but this isn't that big of a deal. I don't disagree. Appreciate the tweet there, Bart. But my thought is the fact that now, since the Brewers started 14-5, and since that great start, remember coming home from Seattle in that great first month, since that start, they are 20-26 and now. That's why I'm alarmed. That's why this has to be the low point. They're essentially six games under 500 since returning from their best road trip of the year. 
that's where they need to create some mojo and find that team again. And you really go back to the, the Garrett Mitchell injury. You can easily put that there as well. A couple of callers here. Let's get to Steve from Chicago. Steve, you're live here on Brewers Extra Innings. Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I'm a Brewers fan for 50 years, and first of all, whoever said this is not a big deal, this is a big deal. This goes back to last year uh, on the hater trade on August 1st, in my opinion. Um, that's just I think it kind of wrecked the team a little bit. Uh, Christian Yellow should not be leading off, in my opinion. Owen Miller was hitting well. Why is he not leading off? This is my only question. I never questioned counsel. I love him. Why are uh, Dawson and Timmons are are hitting close? I can't believe we have two. Uh, and then the I last understand. one is, this was six runs in 13 games. This is unacceptable. This is an embarrassment. I am a lifelong Brewers, Brewers fan. I cannot stand watching this team right now. I'm going to hang up and see you guys on the air. Thank you for your time. I hey, appreciate the honesty there, Steve. Really do appreciate that. So, the reason why Yelich is leading off is because Owen Miller batted cleanup today. I imagine we'll see Owen Miller leading off tomorrow, given a lefty J.P. Sears is starting. I think we may see a little bit more of Owen Miller, especially against lefties leading off. I really like that mix, putting him in the leadoff spot. But Yelich is going to be in the first four hitters of the order. So uh, he gives you a better chance to be on base, not so much of a slug guy. I could see the reasoning behind that. Don't overreact to having two hitting coaches. Almost every team has two hitting coaches, or they don't maybe necessarily label them as hitting coaches. They'll say one's the hitting coach and then another is an offensive analyst kind of thing. Every team has multiple hitting coaches, and they're in a rut right now. You're absolutely right. That That's a, a mind-blowing stat to have that few runs at this point in the season. But once again, I do appreciate the honesty, Steve, and it is. That's why I said it. I, I disagree that... Losing three in a row is not a big deal. It's because of the time that they lost it right now. Want to get to the phone line once again. Blake and Madison, you've been waiting through it. Blake, you're live on Brewers Extra Innings. Yeah, I'm just coming back from the game right now. And I don't know, despite some of the hardships the team has faced, I felt pretty good with this lineup. Obviously, Tehran's been a gem uh, on the mound this season since they signed him. I guess I'm just kind of wondering, you know, some other injuries that happened. Uh, obviously, Woodruff, I'm kind of just wondering if you've got any updates on him. Uh, just kind of asking out of personal interest. I've been kind of busy and haven't been following the team as much. But just some of the other players on the team, just wondering how the injury bugs hit them with Lucery is coming back. Uh, not exactly sure what the decision was in the ninth or 10th to put him in there in the spot in John Singleton. I honestly, you know, I hate to say it, but a guy who hasn't played in the majors in eight years before he's come to Milwaukee, I don't think John Singleton could have done any worse than Lucery did tonight. Uh, <laughs> Just kind of wondering what's up with the injury bug and how you know the team's kind of slowly coming back from some of these hurdles that's going on with that. Understood. Thanks for the call there. I, and what I what we know about Brandon Woodruff is he's throwing flat grounds right now. Uh, the projected goal is All Star break, so right after the All Star break, you would figure somewhere around that for him to be back on a big league mound. So in about a month's time is what we're looking at for Brandon Woodruff. Wade Miley is starting tomorrow in Biloxi. He hopes it to be a one and done, then be back with the big league rotation next week uh, for the homestand against the Pirates. Uh, Eric Lauer is going to take a couple more starts down in AAA right now as well, and Jesse Winker is going to take a few more games in AAA coming back from his neck right now. Uh, When it comes to Luis Arias, yeah, I mean, it's been a stop-and-start year for him. Think about the chaos that he's had the last two spring trainings, right? He gets injured right at the end of camp last season, misses the first month of the year. Then he misses most of camp this year because of the World Baseball Classic. Now he comes back strains his hamstring in the first game of the season, now is back first week of June, and he has struggled so far at the plate 
Uh, I see with John Singleton, uh, I personally wouldn't have mind of leaving him in there, given the fact it was a tie game and a, you need a home run, and Singleton gives you a better chance to hit a homer, but uh, they, they have their own reasons for that. The big thing for me, and another texter asking me about this too, why not run with Perkins? Uh, appreciate the text here, Sam. Why not run if you're going to pinch run with Blake Perkins in the ninth? I would have ran him with two outs. I don't necessarily think you needed to run him with one out because a double he could have scored uh, depending on where it was placed, depending on his read and how fast he could run. But also, I mean, you get thrown out in that situation. Fujinami throws 100 miles an hour. So the pop time is added to that. Shea Langoliers has an incredible arm. So there's a lot to figure out with that. I want to get to a few more texts with Craig Kishon. We're going to take a quick break here. Back with more Brewers Extra Innings after this. We're back. I'm Dom Catronio, 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. That's the old National Bank talking text line. Old National Bank, get old. Craig Kishon is with us now. Craig, you can imagine how the first two segments have gone so far. Uh, losing a series to the Oakland A's with only three runs mustered up in these two games. And they've now lost three games in a row. The number I look at is the fact that the Brewers are 20-26. and 26. Since that great start, since starting 14 and 5, they are just 20 and 26. I know I've always taken the glass half full approach, and I know I always try to stay positive, but at this point, losing a series to the A's, this has to be the moment where the Brewers wake up and realize if they continue to sleepwalk in this division, they aren't going to play for very much longer in October. Yeah, I mean, there's no question about that, Tom, and, and you have to. You just have to realize where you are, who you're playing. Um, you weathered storms going through injuries to the starting staff. You get a performance like that again from Julio Tehran today. Um, you, you don't want to waste too many of those. And guess what? He's only started four games, and they've about wasted three of them, to be honest with you. And this guy's ERA is 1.48, and he's pitching through the seventh inning. Um, he, he deserves better than this. This team should be doing better than this. And they got to figure it out offensively because, as we've talked about at an exhausted length, this is not just a, you know, week-long thing, a two-week-long thing. Uh, this is going on, you know, stretching back to last for sure. Looking at some of the numbers here, Looking at a few texts right now real quick. Josh in Milwaukee, so much about this game felt familiar and not for the right reasons. The sweep by the Rockies and losing this series at home are games that we'll be looking at depending on where things land at the end of the regular season. I agree with that take a lot, Josh, especially given the Brewers missed by a game last year. That's when, you know, you have to, I know I say glass half full all the time and, oh, there's 162 games, but when you can tangibly point at getting swept by the Rockies and losing a series to the A's, if the Brewers find themselves again one game out of a playoff spot or something like that, that's why every game actually does matter, right? You can lose games, and you're going to win games you're not supposed to lose, and you're going to lose games you're not supposed to win, but at the same time, the Brewers should be winning these games, and they would tell you that as well. I know they're big leaguers on the other side, but if they miss this by one game, I'm going to go straight back to this weekend at home against the A's. You know, it's hard not to it's hard not to pinpoint situations like this because 
they stand out so much. And and we all know this. You talked about this on, on the show last night with uh, with Cirillo. You, you can't just say we're playing a team and these are our victories, period. Unless you're so good that you're going to go out there and grab them. And, and we don't have a team like that right now in Major League Baseball that can do that. But what you need to do is make sure you're going out there and doing everything you possibly can and playing within the game that you know to win. And, and I just don't think this team is doing that to a full extent here right now. And they're capable of so much more. And I, it's really hard every single night to keep pinpointing. It looks like we uh, might have lost Craig there for a moment with the connection. Life is uh, live in the 21st century sometimes, you know. But we'll get uh, Craig back on here in just a moment. Uh, another text here from Steven Sheboygan. Brewers offense, another season, same old story. Until the Brewers change their culture regarding offense, they will stay a mediocre ball club. I will say they have tried things, right? Now, it's the second year of this regime of hitting coaches. Uh, We know the Brewers have gone through hitting coaches in the past. But the point is they tried going getting veteran hitters, right? Jesse Winker, who we have seen torch the Brewers in years past. Go get a veteran hitter like Brian Anderson, who started off hot. Now he's cooled off. Uh, They... Went with the rookies coming out of spring training, right? They went with Terang and they went with Weimer and they they knew they were going to go with Mitchell, but they went with the kids and they tried bringing in Luke Voigt. That didn't work out. They are trying things. The, the the problem is the things are failing right now, and that's what they're trying to get back on track. Uh, before uh, Craig comes back on, I want to knock out the NX Wealth Management difference-making moment of the game. NX Wealth Management's different, not driven by commissioned sales or pushing financial products you may not actually need, but for elite, comprehensive financial planning customized to who you are and what you need, contact NX Wealth Management. Know the difference at NXWealth.com. Uh, my difference-making moment, if I go back to the sixth inning, Adamas draws a walk, and you got the meat of the order, right? Telez and Miller against a laboring Paul Blackburn. You end up having Telez flying out on a pop-up to left, and then a Miller driving one but still flying out to right field after that one-out walk, and it was a good at-bat by Willie Adamas. They really didn't make Blackburn sweat any further beyond that sixth inning, and that was still being down one to nothing. The Brewers played some great defense today. We're going to talk a few positives and try to look to the future once we get Craig back connected here. We'll take a quick breather. Back with more after this. Ah! I don't like talking about losses. But it's nothing I can control. I'm going to put a smile on my face and be lucky to do it. My favorite tweet just came in a little bit ago. Brewers lose 2-1 to one in extras today. I'm Dom Catronio. Craig Kishan is with us for another segment. Uh, this is my favorite tweet so far. Uh, your dad has to be happy, though. You know what? I'm getting dinner with him after this, so uh, he's going to be smiling and grinning and you know having that smug look on his face all night at dinner. Not, not excited about that. Yeah, you're right. He is happy. So he's only called 16 wins this season. I've seen a few more wins than that. But looking at the Brewers, I want to talk about some positive stuff real quick. Uh, 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620. I mean, Julio Tehran. I can't believe the Padres didn't want this guy. They've got Seth Lugo and Nick Martinez starting as their five. They didn't think Julio Tehran could pitch in the big leagues. And here he is. He's been absolutely tremendous and yet the Brewers haven't given him any runs of support during his innings in three of his four starts. 
Um, and I, I apologize for cutting out on you a few minutes ago, too. But uh, unfortunately, the news didn't get any better for this team during that time. That's for sure. And it, and it hasn't been good for Tehran. Um, I mean, the results haven't been good as far as the run support goes. But he has uh, pitched his rear end off. There's no question about that. And I think the thing that I love the most about him uh, we we've seen him over his years. This is, you know, he's been around a long time. He's 32 years old, but he seems to be pitching about the same as he did at, at a young point of his career as well. This guy just has remained so consistent. And I think that's kind of been the storyline with him in a brewer uniform here right now. It's not like he's only doing so much to try to stay afloat here and keep his major league career going. He's working all his pitches. Um, he's as consistent as they get, and he and he's calm and cool. And I and I also like the fact that I think we talked about this uh, in between his last starts a few games ago, just about how you can just see what he's doing during the game in the dugout with some of the other uh, starting pitchers, and for a guy like Freddie Peralta, even who's who's pitching tomorrow. And, and doing what he can to help these guys out because he's seen it all already in his career. So um, I love his stuff. I love his demeanor. Um, it was a it was a heck of a pickup. And thankfully, in his own contract, uh, before the season began, he made sure he had an out if the Padres didn't want him. And, you know, their loss was... Yeah, they, they are certainly looking for an answer. Another positive today... The defense and the relays and Joey Weimer being the first player ever in franchise history to have two outfield assists in one inning. I mean, if the A's didn't run themselves into four outs on the bases, it could have been a completely different outlook and a completely different feeling today. The fact is, Joey Weimer and his arm and Willie Adamas' arm, 200 feet, 199 technically on StatCast, but I'm giving him the 200. Uh, 90 miles an hour from shallow left center field to throw out Ryan Noda at the plate. That might be one of the best relays of the year in all of Major League Baseball. Yeah, it, it's so fun to watch him out there in center field, and it's equally fun to watch Willie Adamas at shortstop. But when they're teaming together like like we saw, I, I don't remember ever, and, and I know this this goes right into your, your point that you made that it hasn't happened before, but, I mean, when you're writing this stuff down, and, and if you listen to the broadcasts, uh, you know, with our with our listeners right now, you know that once in a while we bring up, are we going to put an asterisk on that? Are we going to uh, color a circle around that great defensive play? I don't ever remember doing that before in the same frame with the same guy, and and that was that was really something. This this guy Joey Weimer is really opening up a lot of eyes. And the other thing, Dom, too, um, if you don't have a seat you know, above the lower grandstand, maybe you don't get this sense and appreciation of the route and the routes that he continues to take too. So uh, it's a thing of beauty. And that one that went all the way to the wall, he knew he wasn't going to catch it, but he knew he was going to put himself in position, make a play. And uh, it was fun to watch. As I look at a few more texts here asking about you know, accountability, who takes accountability, what do you do? John Singleton experiment has struggled. Uh, you look at the offense. I want to remind folks who are complaining about Craig Council, he can't hit for them. I mean, it, it, it's execution. It's not Council's fault. It's, it's truly 
execution at this point. And I know, and I've seen the tweets and the texts about asking what's going on with the two hitting coaches, with Ozzy and with Connor. And they're obviously the scapegoats when things aren't going well. But if you're going to ask, I think there, I have only one question for Craig today. And I won't get the chance to ask him this tomorrow because he's going to be at his high school, uh, at Jack's high school graduation. Why not bunt with Andrew Monasterio there in the 10th inning? When you only need one run, you got to play for one to tie the game and keep the game going, right? And you've got some fly ball guys coming up next in Yelich, uh, in Adamas, with one out. A base hit ties the game, and you do not have a very fast runner with Victor Caratini. Why not bunt? I know the Brewers hate bunting, but clearly playing for the fences hasn't been working, so try something different. Well, I, I couldn't agree more with that, and, and it's the same thing I thought of it at, at that time as well. Somehow you've got to get that guy over to third base, and and pulling an infield uh, ground ball is not going to get it done. And you, you, I don't know, dude, you, you just – more has to be done, uh, different types of efforts. I'm not even 100% sure, but legitimate questions – I mean, our, our viewers are loyal, uh, our listeners are loyal, and, um, and I, I couldn't agree more, especially, I mean, look, the, the offense has been down the last three games. They've scored in a single inning at best in each of the last three games, and that's been it. And their run's gone from three Thursday to two last night down to one today. And they just have to figure out a way to, to even things up like they were able to do with the Contreras uh, pinch hit home run in the eighth inning, and then and then go from there and play it smart. But chose not to do that. Tomorrow, a lefty is starting against the Brewers. Uh, it is either going to be a really frustrating day where the Brewers get swept by the A's, or the start of something new where they can finally beat a lefty and get some mojo. How do you see it playing out tomorrow, Craig? Well, I I cannot imagine that we're going to be discussing another loss tomorrow at this time. So I'm I'm all in on the fact that they're going to be able to solve somebody. Whether whether the, it doesn't even have to be a left-handed starting pitcher at this point, I want them to solve anybody, and it's going to happen. And so I've, I'm I'm thinking to myself, there is no way this team is going to get swept by the Oakland A's on Sunday afternoon. So. I'm in on a change and then carry that momentum up to uh, the Twin Cities uh, midweek as well. So we shall see. It shall be a fun one Sunday, fun day at the ballpark. Craig Kashan, thanks as always for your time, my friend. We'll chat with you again tomorrow. You got it, Tom. We're going to hear from the skipper, Craig Council, talk about hot and cold up next on Brewers Extra Innings. I want to get to Craig Council's comments in a moment. Tell you who's hot and who's cold. Brought to you by Cider Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical. Trust in your family's comfort at home this summer. With Cider Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical, don't wait until it's too late for your AC preventative maintenance. Schedule your appointment today at Cider, S-E-I-D-E-R.com. Cider Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical. Families helping families since 1912. Owen Miller gets another knock today. He's an easy pick for who's hot, but it's got to be William Contreras. Off the bench, off the batter's eye, 440 feet away, Pinch hit, first career pinch hit home run to tie the game in the uh, eighth inning for the Brew Crew. Gave them some life. They couldn't overcome it. They lose 2-1 to one in 10, but he's my pick for who's hot. As for who's cold, it's the rest of the offense. As a team, they're now hitting 229. They went 0-6 with runners in scoring position today. It's same 
same song, same dance, just different day. And it's been a tough stretch. It's just truly, it's hard to find positives right now. And the offense is the reason why they're losing games and the reason why they're only three games above 500. So that's who's hot and who's cold. Uh, definitely talking about the offense here at the start. Here's what Craig Council had to say about today's loss. You know, we're, we're just not doing enough. I mean, that's, I don't, you know, I don't care who you're playing. We're just, you know, we're not creating any pressure. Um, not, uh, you know, I don't think we had a man on third base with less than two outs today. Um, you know, man on second with nobody out and didn't, didn't get any early action and, and, couple two out first and thirds was really the only thing that we we had and that's just two innings so um it's that's not enough offense and it's it's going to get you beat is it too over oversimplified to ask whether you guys have been too aggressive too passive at the plate i mean what we you know what are you seeing from your at bats is there any kind of common theme um i mean it's you know i mean the game's about squaring up balls you get to hit you know, we got to square the balls up. We get to hit, and we're not doing that. Um, and it'll it'll happen. Um, but you know, obviously, in the last couple of days, um, we have not done that. But you know, the the balls in the middle of the plate that you get to hit, you got to deliver. You got to deliver your blows to those pitches, um, and you got to hit them good, right? And there's just the last couple of days, just hasn't been hasn't been enough of that it's not it's not hard outs you know mm-hmm. there, there's it's not that so we're just we're not, we're not hitting the pitches we get to hit does it feel like guys are pressing a little bit Craig yeah I mean look the game we play every day um you know I mean I think everybody in a tight game I think everybody wants to be the guy no matter you know whatever whatever's going on um but it comes down to just conducting your at bat the right way and getting your pitch and and delivering the blow on your pitch Jerome's been a tough luck guy in this department yeah I mean it's it's unfortunate I mean four starts you know three games where we just have not scored um many runs for him um but Seven strong innings today. Um, you know, really, the, the they they scored a run on an executed hit and run, which was well done. But um, he, he did a nice job. We played good defense, obviously, early in the game to to throw some runners out, um, and he had a great pickoff. Um, but uh, he's he's done his job and more. Um, I couldn't be happier with what he's done for us. And what has made him so effective? You know, as far as so far. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing we talk about. It's, um, you know, he just he's he just in control of the situation. I mean, I think you see that in just in the in the how he controls the running game. Um, he, he did a great job with in two situations with good runners, and he's still making pitches in those situations. And so there's moxie, savvy pitchability. You know, that's that's what he's doing it with, and he's putting balls on the corners. Yeah, Tehran, I, I feel so bad for him being back in the big leagues and just not getting any run support right now. But I love those middle two answers about our guys pressing, admitting they probably are. And you could see that with your own eyes. They absolutely are pressing right now. Everybody wants to be the guy. And attacking pitches to hit, it, it's it's not about the fact that, you know, yes, we all get lost in the exit velo and things like that. But the pitches you're supposed to hit hard. No one cares about the exit velo if it's a pitch right down the middle. And you hit it hard, that's what you're supposed to do with it. We don't care about the number on that one. But it feels like the Brewers, on those pitches, those pitches they're supposed to hit, 
throw out that actual metric, they haven't punished those pitches. Not hard outs, not making uh, you know extra base hits or anything like that. That's what Craig Council's talking about. We're just not punishing the pitches we're supposed to punish right now. It's not bad luck. It's bad execution. So I appreciate his honesty in today's media session. Going to play a couple of highlights. There were a few highlights from this one. That's going to come up next on Brewers Extra Innings. There were a couple of big plays in this one. Brewers fall 2-1-10. to one and ten. I appreciate all the texts and all the tweets today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. Hopefully, y'all come back on a better night as well as the Brewers fall to the Oakland A's. But I do want to play a couple of great plays in this one. The relay, uh, we talked about it a moment ago with Craig Kashan. I want you to hear it. Weimer to Adamas. The way that Weimer played that ball perfectly off of one of Yount's corners there, uh, and then Adamas's throw on the fly was just beautiful to end that inning, and it kept it scoreless at the time. Tehran is ready again and deals. This one is hit to the gap in left center, and nobody's going to catch that one. Joey Weimer played it perfectly off the wall to throw home, and they're going to get it. What a play by Joey Weimer again. Short hop that one off the wall. The perfect relay throw to Willie Adamas. And his throw home all the way to Caratini covering. And they nailed him. Great, great play. Kept it scoreless. Kept the Brewers with some mojo. And it all cultivated in the William Contreras solo homer off the bench in the eighth. And the pitch. Hit it. Absolutely electric moment at the ballpark. Sigh. It was all in a loss. We'll say goodnight after this quick break on WTMJ. All right, last minute or so here of the program. Brewers fall back tomorrow with more Brewers extra innings. After the contest, a 110 first pitch. J.P. Sears, Freddie Peralta will finish up this one. Tomorrow. We'll be on the air at noon, though. I've got Brewers warm-up for you starting then. On Deck Show takes over at 1235. Uh, mentioned it the other night, but uh, going to have Pops join the warm-up show tomorrow. My dad, Vince, works for the Oakland A's. He's been with them now. This is his season number... Oh, I should be better, son, and know this off the top of my head. Number 17 with Oakland and 31st year in the show. So he has seen a lot. Uh, it's the first time back in Milwaukee in a long time for him as well, and Miller Park slash American Family Field was one of the last ballparks he ever had to cross off in his uh, 25, 30-plus years in the show uh, for him. So he got to cross that off a couple years ago. He loves it here, and uh, he's enjoyed the series, obviously, with the uh, A's winning the first two. My thanks to Craig Kishon for joining us despite all the technical difficulties. And for the man getting him connected again, Justin Pottinger, our producer. I'm Dom Catronio. Until next time, keep on swinging.